Hello and uh, welcome back to uh, today's podcast, to what I'm reading this week with me, Tim Goodall, as I uh, share with you my reading of this past week or so and uh, talk a little bit about what I've been reading and why that's uh, it's been um, joyful or good or uh, interesting or otherwise. Um, so to this week's reading... Uh, I, uh, I read a very interesting email I am this week from uh, John Tyson. John Tyson is, uh, he, I think he still is, he might still be, he certainly was pastor in New York. I think he was an, he's an Australian, he's moved over there. He writes uh, a weekly email newsletter, you can get that direct into your inbox. And this week he was talking about beauty uh, in a broken world, and that was fascinating. Uh, saying that there is brokenness everywhere, and part of uh, part of Jesus's work is to restore broken things, and that in and of itself is beautiful. And that part of uh, living this life with Jesus in Christ, um, with the Spirit in us, is to notice uh, the beautiful things in this world. To to pay attention to beauty is a wonderful quote he included from Dostoevsky uh, beauty will save the world and we recognize that don't we actually uh, there's a wonderful psalm psalm 27 where David talks about his desire to to, uh, to 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 dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of his life that he might gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and gaze upon the beauty of the Lord which is wonderful beauty uh, says John Tyson, feeds the soul. Uh, so that was a wonderful uh, little uh, reflection on beauty and how in a increasingly AI-type world with social media which parades brokenness, in which as Christians we're tempted to just uh, go with the flow of our culture to um, celebrate by reposting uh, or sharing um, really broken stories, um, extreme sadness, uh, horror, and fear. Uh, instead, well, let's 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 pull back, let's hold back from that, and recognise that uh, that beauty feeds our souls, uh, and we need that. Whether that's in song and music, or in story and poetry, or in uh, creation, um, the blue skies wonderful cloud formations whatever that might be beauty feeds the soul all of these things actually pointing towards the beauty of our creator and redeemer jesus speaking of beauty and in fact joy uh, i've also this week read jordan henderson's autobiography jordan henderson in the news of course over the summer for his move to the saudi pro league um but this was written pre uh, prior to all of that so it's Really, for me, as a Liverpool Football Club supporter, uh, a, a real joy to read about uh, Jordan Henderson's Liverpool career because it coincides uh, a lot with um, really the most sustained success that I have experienced as a Liverpool supporter uh, in my lifetime. And uh, the kind of football that is, uh, is a joy to watch if you're a football fan a joy and a beauty, a thing of beauty too. So the link in there with beauty from John Tyson. There's some of the some of the games, some of the play, some of the uh, counter pressing and the goal scoring uh, from the Liverpool team over the past mm, five or six years, I guess, 
has been just a thing of beauty, a wonderful thing to watch. Uh, football autobiographies are pretty much um, uh, pretty much uh, all the same. They celebrate. Uh, they're really written for fans, and they celebrate the the club um, whilst telling a little bit of the story of the of the person writing it. So we've got a little bit of Jordan Henderson's story and how he is uh, persistent in his in his career, uh, overcoming lots of obstacles and get that as well. But then you find that in every autobiography from a footballer. Uh, but this was fun, a bit of fun, but uh, really reminding me uh, of the beauty of the sport. And sport can be really very beautiful. Uh, we look, as we look at um, people uh, at the top end of, uh, of uh, dedication and skill and gifting and talent, and see what a beautiful thing that is, and what a reflection that is of the God who who made uh, bodies and brains to be able to deal with all of that. That's wonderful. I've been continuing to read uh, Bono's autobiography as well, Surrender. It's, it's a slower read. It's worth a slower read. He is a complex uh, character, and uh, you just you just wonder whether he is. Uh, grappling continually grappling with uh, with Jesus Christ he gets um, makes some some wild remarks about Jesus that really aren't really uh, backed up by anything in the Bible at all but he is a deep uh, and an interesting thinker on things of spirituality raised Protestant and uh, and Catholic uh, his parents won one of each but he's he's really worth chewing over some of his stuff so that's a continuing read talked a bit about that last week um, the other thing I've started the reading this week, is, which we'll talk probably a bit more about uh, next week or the week after when I finish it, is uh, Laura Dodsworth, uh, State of Fear. This came out a few years ago, um, or was it last year maybe? And it is a reflection on uh, the UK government's response to COVID, particularly focused on the use of fear to ensure compliance amongst the British public. Uh, it is a startling read. Um, I've only read the first chapter and a half, but it's already startling uh, and it's quite worrying and um, very eye-opening. It, it goes against, obviously, the, the main media narrative about the COVID uh, pandemic and the response of the government, although, of course, with the inquiry starting um that that might change and i think actually culture our culture has changed a little bit and being aware of some of this stuff but that'll be interesting we'll talk about that and uh, a little bit more another time and that's uh, just about it other than reading to our eldest son his school book uh, the fish in room 11 as part of uh, the school's keep reading to your children uh, initiative Anyway, that's all there is to it. We'll be back next week and uh, talk again about what I've been reading this week. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.